monkeys. Watching the one piece. We are! Hello everyone and welcome back to We Are Watching One Piece. I'm Jory and I just watched some One Piece today. Today? Yeah. How many episodes today? One. Okay. <laughs> I w- I watched the last episode of the chunk usually the day we record. Yeah, that's good. I I don't I can't remember. I think we're covering either nine or ten. So I've watched nine or ten episodes today, <laughs> give or take. Get up early in the morning and it's like, oh boy, one piece day. <laughs> Time to consume my digestible chunk of the show that I've already seen. <laughs> Hi, my name is Joe. This is the We Are Watching One Piece podcast. If you are here for the first time, weird one to pick, but you know. <laughs> hey, you know. I, I a friend of mine, he like <laughs> what he was telling me is he got really during like the whole cake stuff, he got into it. And then what what he does now is he'll watch like the latest episode and be like, huh, I don't see why that's a big deal. And then he'll go to the wiki and be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that was a uh, laboon for anyone who like just kind of jumped in <laughs> during like in your lobby. They were like, oh, my friends talk about it. This. Yeah, this action's really good. Make a big deal about a whale. Who the fuck is laboon? What? Am I supposed <laughs> to know this? They're never in the specials. I don't even know if they were in fucking episode of... I mean, they wouldn't have been an episode of East Blue. Wouldn't have been an episode of Mary. Oh, yeah. So, there hasn't been a Thriller Bark movie yet. Surprisingly, it, I wonder if that'll ever happen. They should. I want to see, like, a movie-quality Nightmare Luffy. That'd be pretty sick. Nightmare Luffy is such a funny thing that happened. Like, <laughs> we, don't, we don't talk enough about why, did, why was Luffy's body able to do that. Yeah, something that I think is really fun about Nightmare Luffy. I've seen some people bring it up recently, but, but like before that, I was like, yeah, why wasn't I ever thinking about that? I guess, I uh, mean, the answer is cartoon logic, but. Yeah, I've, I just see, like, one time I like went to find a picture of Nightmare Luffy because I was explaining Nightmare Luffy to someone. And then, you know how Google always has those, like, also search questions and you can click for, like, the quick rundown it yeah. was it was all of them were like it would nightmare luffy be stronger than gear four <laughs> is, yeah. is nightmare luffy stronger than this that's a good question because what's interesting about nightmare luffy is that he gets the skills of the different things oh yeah because nightmare luffy could use like weapons actually <laughs> yeah he could use a sword unlike current luffy and wano who cannot use sorry so here's something interesting that i i googled nightmare luffy um, he's on the top strongest wiki. I don't know what that <laughs> is. That that's one of those weird like fan wikis. Like my the thing that is always incredibly funny to me is the villains wiki has a page for the eraser head baby. <laughs> I do think about that quite often ever since you I think, tweeted the screenshot. Yeah. Yeah. So is this just this is just like, like strong forms ranking I'm, I'm sh- who is strongest? <laughs> How strange. Because it just seems to be all, like, different types of media. There's also, like, ranking strength from, like, doujinshi characters, which seems like a really funny conceit. Okay, now I'm really confused. Uh. Yeah. It's a fucking <laughs> black hole we're being sucked into. We're, we're here, as usual, to talk about <laughs> the anime called One Piece. We're officially past episode 900. I don't we know if that's... We are! Like we are! Exclamation point. <laughs> past episode 900. We're covering 900 through 910 and skipping 907 because that was a special romance on reanimation thing that we'll get to Patreon eventually. But we're not talking about it today. Still have plenty to talk about, though. 
pretty um pretty like contained little mini story of luffy goes to town has all these little adventures pretty quickly wraps up and then the last two episodes are just like here's a shit ton of fucking important setup and like a bunch of new characters show up for the first time and a bunch of threads are connected and started and all this stuff we learn a little bit about Odin, a guy that you're never going to stop hearing about. <laughs> so I hope you... I, I have thoughts about the weird way that they introduce him, and I'm curious. I should have looked up the manga to see what was changed. Maybe I can find it on the wiki before then. But we'll get to that. That's the end of the episode. For now, we start with episode 900. I remember last time Otama got sick from drinking the polluted river water. Luffy and Zoro took her into into town to get taken care of and that's where we met okiku who's very tall and strong and suru who's also kind of cool and they make some special herb tea that heals otama ultimately and okiku tends to a wound that zoro has uh she's better now and it's very funny exam like all right you can never drink this shit again or else it'll kill you and then her stomach growls and she's like oh i have to go drink it right now (laughs) she fits right in with luffy and his friends yeah she's great i love her so much um she also refuses actual food like they make her i think it's red bean soup i don't i think is what what it's called um but they, she like refuses it she's like no i can't afford to pay you back for this this and that and then she gets screamed at to eat and accept it so she does she goes outside and sits next to luffy and zoro and she eats it and she cries because she's just like basically never had real food in her life like very few times it seems like i guess she got stuff from ace three years ago and then <laughs> <laughs> has rice once in a while when she can afford it but this is like a meal and it's not like this town is doing any better than she is really it's some um, you, you know I, I was thinking about this do, do you think that her her she got her devil fruit power through a similar thing of how luffy did she just found something and ate it like, yeah. she's like yeah. well I'm, I'm hungry yeah it's such a specific thing though that i do wonder how do you learn you can do that with your face <laughs> Oh, yeah, I, I would say something, well, someone pulled on her face and it happened, but mm-hmm. we see very clearly that that's not how it could work. <laughs> no, she has to do it, so I guess she was pulling on her own face. And oh. I'm gl- glad that they also pointed out, like, I was like, oh, why can't she eat, like, her her face food? And she's like, well, it does, doesn't work that way, sorry. I, yeah, I mean, she says that, I would assume, because it pulls from her energy to some extent, you know, mm. like any other devil fruit would. I have to imagine it would be like a net zero or maybe even like net loss <laughs> to uh, generate them and then eat them herself. But she's come subservient to herself. Doesn't work like what the what, what's that fucking guy's name in Big Mom's crew? I can't remember. There's so many guys. The, the guy who who has the knife that can turn food things into food. Oh, right. <laughs> fucking Von Struzen or some shit. Yeah, Struzen. Strudel, maybe. One or the other. <laughs> Um, but Otama here, she eats the red bean soup, she cries, Saru cries, I cry. It's it's such a simple story beat of just, like, they can't eat. They're poor and can't, like, all, all of... They can't even hunt. <laughs> like, that's fucked up. Yeah, their environment and options are just completely fucking drained from them. And we already have talked about the guy whose fault it is for... Kaido probably first named at the end of Enya's Lobby, if I had to guess. And then comes up a couple other times becomes a target on a whiteboard during punk hazard <laughs> and now we're here and we still really haven't seen him very much which is also no. interesting 
seen more of him in the in the opening than we have anything else. Yeah, you've seen that like twenty sometimes by now, I guess. But the very funny scene here where eventually Saru asks them their names. Well, there she's like laughs a little bit because Luffy's like, "Damn that Kaido," which is you know not a thing that normal people say here. <laughs> so she clearly notices that and finds it interesting. Asks them their names. And Zoro's like, oh, Zoro, Joro. And then Luffy's about to be like, I'm Monkey Luffy. I'm going to be King of the Pirates. I'm here to kick Kaido's ass. But Zoro, like, stops him. And it's very funny the series of faces he makes to try and can tell Luffy to do the right thing, which I don't think would have worked anyway. But eventually, Zoro says that his name is Luffy Taro. And Luffy's like, oh, yes, of course. That's totally it. To, to Kazaru or whatever it is yeah and he's doing his lying face which is great that he even keeps it up when he has to have not, not even like uh he's a kid that much different from his name how come he didn't do that when he was saying he was Lucy I just realized That's a good question I don't know cause uh he listens to Frankie <laughs> I'm guessing is the real reason <laughs> He doesn't want to make his stepdad upset. No, that's the, that's the fun uncle. He doesn't want to, yeah, his fun uncle. Stepdad is uh, Jinbei. <laughs> yeah, not the stepdad, the dad that stepped up. <laughs> it's actually I, I considerably need, true in this context. I, I need Jinbei wearing that shirt, and I also need Dadan wearing that shirt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Have you, have you seen the image of, like, Dadan saving Ace and Luffy at Marineford? I don't think I have, but I know you've mentioned this before. I think about it often because I know that there's like there was a drawing. I think Oda drew like what if Sabo remembered, like lost his amnesia earlier and showed up and saved them, and then someone <laughs> redid that with the Don. <laughs> That's really good. Um, but anyways, they I think it's Zoro who asks like what kind of name is Okabure or whatever, and the subtitles make it clear that it translates to leftovers, which then they just blatantly explain. The, that's not even a metaphor. It's just a name that directly means what the uh, <laughs> idea of the place is, which is that they only get leftovers from the other other place. Not even from the capital, from or maybe it is from the capital. But they also talk about Bukuro Town next door, which is like where officials and higher rank, not even higher ranking, but like I don't know, middle management <laughs> lives because they're not even in the capital. Anyway, she also, Suro, uh, also points up to the mountain and is like, yeah, 20 years ago, there was the Odin Castle up there. You know, Kazuki clan used to be in control for a very, very long time. And that's where the farm came from as well, is, is like in that area. But now Orochi, the Shogun, we also still haven't seen for real. Uh, he's now in control. So that's bad. Now, you know, the farm is just for the few. I don't even pay the farmers, we learn. Like, even the, even they are getting, like, shit. Even though they literally are the ones making uh, the food. Uh, but after the eye catch, we see that they're being spied on. Some hockey arrows fly in an attempt to assassinate Zoro. Uh, but Zoro stops it. And this is where we meet Batman. <laughs> That's his name. <laughs> this is a... Uh... I mean, I, you probably know what you're signing up for when you join Kaido's crew, and the, uh, you don't really have a choice. But if I saw the effects of what Smile Fruits did to people, I'd be like, no, there's no fucking way I'm eating that shit. Fuck you. No. You, you <laughs> don't even know the half of it. But yes, no, like, there, we see quite a few fucked up weird guys in this, because we have Batman and Gazelle Man, who are, I don't know, a little less freaks of nature, but then we get Holden... Or Hold'em, sorry. I accidentally <laughs> yeah. said a real name. There's Hold'em, Hold'em has and just like a lion for a stomach. <laughs> and, and then With arms. Speed, his own speed, arms and own mind. 
Yeah, that was that was the, the scary part of that. It's like, yeah, you just kind of like have shit grow out of you, and it also has a mind of its own. Yeah. And then Speed was like, well, I felt like this this is if someone at the beginning of One Piece is like when it started, they'd be like, okay, there's fruits, and you could they people turn into animals. Speed is the outcome, I would assume. Not knowing anything about no. zone fruit users, but now Speed that I know how zone like fruit a centaur users are fruit, yeah. like mythical <laughs> zone. Yeah. But no, it's like a weird fucked up smile effect. <laughs> I love speed, or should we say horse Lena? <laughs> but also, this shows something fucked up that there's just like people who hang with like super hearing who hang out like heard you talking shit and then they kill you. Yeah, no, I mean like instantly they are within earshot and eye shot of people being like oh you're speaking out against the dictator like it's it's not even like a thing that you know obviously it makes sense in the capital i think from our perception of how yeah. stories work how media works and stuff like this but that even out fucking here you're being scoped out by batman that's <laughs> you're like out on like a hunting trip in the middle of the woods no one's around and you're like damn i hate being poor <sighs> yeah damn our current shogun kind of sucks and people fucking swoop in and kill you it's night this is what elon musk plans to do with twitter actually <laughs> yeah timely Time, it'll put- still be timely in a week unless he <laughs> yeah. sold it by then <laughs> if you say anything bad about a tesla he sends drones to your house yeah if you tweet that picture of him with uh just lane maxwell <laughs> You just immediately get, like, clocked. <laughs> Count banned. Oh, oh, our weird, our podcast, we're not allowed to tweet anymore. Oh, we're not able to. <laughs> iTunes has deleted our feed. Interesting. Oh, Discord won't even connect our call anymore. Anyways, so Zoro blocks arrows for, like, a comedically long time. And eventually Zoro, or eventually Luffy also starts blocking them. It just goes on for quite a, quite a while. But apparently Batman is looking... <laughs> so funny that it's Batman. <laughs> Batman is looking for the people stealing from a farm. <laughs> That's just like kind of a running thread that like there is a thief at large. I think they, they say his name and now I don't remember it. It's in my notes somewhere. But anyways, they just assume that Luffy and Zoro are with that. They're not. Obviously, <laughs> Batman recognizes Zoro from the wanted poster. Or like they'd say eventually say killing the magistrate, which is I'm like, OK, I guess that's confirmation of death. <laughs> I hadn't really thought about it. I think I said the same thing last time of I don't know. I don't usually think about it. <laughs> but anyway, someone runs by and steals Otama yet again. This is we'll learn Gazelle Man, who's a kind of a funny, silly guy, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's very uh. Get a weird. <laughs> a lot of these guys are weird. I feel like that's also like an, a, a requirement. Who else would want to try out this fruit that maybe gives you a fucked up, like maybe is a normal zone fruit or gives you a fucked up growth? <laughs> I wonder if like how much they're aware of it. Like, did he eat that thinking, oh, maybe I'm going to become like a, a, a half cat boy or something. And I he think go, he- this gets addressed, but I don't. <laughs> remember <laughs> i know they break down some information on the smiles eventually i but i don't i don't remember like if the people eating it are maybe knowing uh all of the different outcomes is what i'll say because momonosuke seems to have it pretty good for the most part yeah well he also smile. had like a particularly a weird one like i don't know if like it was like a very early prototype yeah that, yeah that yeah, punk yeah, man yeah, proto- prototype his uh his his, his dragon fruit <laughs> But anyways, next episode, Dino One. Luffy and Zoro are chasing after Otama, who has been kidnapped by Gazelle Man. They're kind of slowed down by Batman. Okiku also like starts running, and she has a sword. 
And Zoro's like, oh, a girl with a sword? This is just like my sad backstory. <laughs> There's never been another girl with a sword before. <laughs> but she gets on uh, the big dog, Komachio, the truth reigns. And we I edited the last episode and was like, how do we not make a single <laughs> joke after I said big dog 20 times? But anyways, Komachio, they chase after uh, Luffy. And, like, Luffy, like, stretches to grab the dog and catch up. And Sora, like, Saru's like, what the fuck is happening to your arm? <laughs> Like, it's so funny. Like, it's been a while since we've seen someone see Luffy stretch and just be like, this is an abomination. <laughs> it's, it's really funny that, like, how Probably going to people... be my reaction to everything in the Netflix show, also. <laughs> it's uh, also what we see in, like, the last episode, like, flashback thing. It's really funny to see just how out of touch with the rest of the world that Watto is. So people are like, what the fuck is wrong with this boy? <laughs> well, we talked about Kinemon not knowing what devil fruits are. Like yeah. <laughs> a million years ago in uh Punk Hazard where he was like, No, I just can do this ninjutsu now and also I can't swim. <laughs> He's a normal guy, so <laughs> nothing weird about him. I don't know. Eventually Luffy jumps up in the air and fights Batman a little bit. But uh as they get out of town, Okiku and explains that they are going toward Bakura Town, which is where all of these officials are. And uh, she's like, there's three headliners that stay in that town. Hawkins, Hold'em, and Speed. Who we do see all three of in this chunk. Obviously, we just saw Hawkins. Yeah. Like, the last episode, I think. But Or I guess two episodes ago now. But uh, Hold'em, which also, I think, like fits into the playing card stuff. Like, oh, naming yeah. convention. Not all of these do, interestingly, but Hold'em kind of does. Speed is a card game as well. Is it? Okay. Yeah. It's a, a <laughs> funny thing, because obviously I'm just like, oh, they run fast, because they're horse. I didn't even think about it as, like, a, a card thing until you mentioned mm-hmm. that with Hold'em, so. <laughs> Hawkins, obviously not, but he does have a whole card motif, so maybe that's yeah. close enough. And I think it's implied that he's a more recent addition, even more than X-Drake was? Yeah, I, I don't know, because we saw Hawkins get ambushed by Kaido's fucking Fallen from the Sky, I don't remember when we saw X Drake get attached to Kaido. It came up, I think, into Dressrosa. I think it was around the same time we saw what everyone else was doing. It probably was like one like those episodes in between arcs that are just dumping yeah. outside <laughs> what, world things. What's going on? Everything else. Okiku's reading this from like a little books that she has, and Zoro is kind of suspicious of like, why do you have just like all this info on a sword? Like, I don't think you're just like a waitress. And she's like, well, no, I'm a samurai. But also she specifically uses, and this was in the last episode too, I think. She uses like a specific word to or pronoun when she says I, which is like, a, I googled it. It's like an ancient old pronoun that specifically is uh, used by samurais when they refer to themselves. Mm, I figured it was just like a dialect thing to show like they were out of touch. But but that, that makes column more a, sense considering B. what happens at uh, the end. <laughs> Yeah, I also thought it was maybe a, like, I was like, is that like a gendered pronoun? <laughs> um, of course, that she has blue hair and pronouns, but <laughs> she does, uh, she is a, a samurai, and Zora's like, oh, that's weird that you're a samurai and a woman, but. I'm just like one, for for, for yeah. the record. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was it was the first episode of this where he, he's just like, sit with her, like, you're huge. Because <laughs> it's. It's very funny. It's so fucking funny. He just doesn't know how to talk to other people. He's like, huh, you're big. Well, least of all women. <laughs> and then I look up how big she is. She's nine foot five. Yeah, she's very tall. And she also, like, even though she has, like, the kimono stuff, when she's, like, next people, I'm just like, 
fuck, she is big. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, she's just giant. I think it's basically my like i have an okiku figure i think it's the tallest one i own although <laughs> i think the the carrot one i have is similar they're not next to each other on the shelf so i can't tell anyway yeah so Zoro's like sort of unsure of what she's hiding and then by the time that we the viewer and some other characters figure out some of the answers Zoro's not there he got lost we get a snippet of hold him on the phone calling i don't know whoever's maybe bringing i don't think it's gazelle man but it's just like a bunch of ominous pictures of the lion. Like it, they really hold back on eventually showing you what he looks like. But as we get closer to Bagura Town, we see, as it was promised uh, in the last chunk, sumo wrestling. So what's his name? Sumo man. Um, he was a Yokozuna. I remember that much. Yeah, but he, uh, Urashima. That's his name. Oh yeah. Uh, he's still mad about Okiku rejecting him, and his sidekick Mouse Man. Is like, yeah, just like manipulator and like kill all of her family and friends, isolator and like burn her house down and then she'll have nowhere else to go. You're, you're allowed to do that because you live in this town and she lives in the other <laughs> one. So he's like, oh, yeah, you're right. And then he like in a display of power, uh, like yells at the shop owner of their in like a restaurant, cook and eat your raccoon dog because I told you to. This is the first time we've seen a real raccoon dog. We've seen we've seen so many people call Chopper one. Wait, Chopper's not a raccoon dog? <laughs> No. <laughs> Shit. He's a reindeer. <laughs> I thought he was just playing around when he was getting mad and telling people he was a reindeer and he's actually a raccoon dog. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a funny bet if he was like changing his mind at the end. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised that they haven't interacted with like a so- someone with a tanuki fruit before. And they also look exactly like tanuki Mario. They should do that. Like, I don't know that. Wait, Tanuki's. wasn't there Tanuki in the uh, that last Foxy filler we covered? Oh, you're asking me to remember that. Um, <laughs> there's there's a Tanuki in one of the video games, and there's also one. Oh, weird. There's like a. Um, Oh, yeah, it was a sea raccoon. Never mind, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> oh, yeah, how could you possibly? <laughs> but he can he can transform into things, because he transformed into a little Nami, and then Sanji got weird. Of course he did. Of course he did. There's a Tanuki pot, teapot, in Thomas' house. Like, when she was cooking, like, rice or whatever, there's, like, a little huh. Tanuki pot, which I definitely thought was just, like, a decorative pot. I'm seeing now that it is a teapot that ate a fruit. Not really sure how you gain that information from watching that episode, because I don't think I saw it move. <laughs> Certainly didn't see anyone given a name. I did, um, because I, I found that, that sea raccoon, uh, I, I, it said, in non-canon male characters and non-canon pets. What kind of non-canon pets are there? And there's a fucked up, probably uh, quite a few. like, Dolph Orca whale uh, named Wadatsumi. Like, that's weird from a Game Boy Advance game. <laughs> it is funny that its name is Wadatsumi. Just to eventually be used. Yeah. <laughs> later like, after on. It's like 15 years later. <laughs> yeah. From a long Reddit theory post about how Tama found the Tanuki fruit. <laughs> Uninterested in it. We must move on. Otama is delivered to the to hold him. And like, still just only seeing like the big lion face. After the eye catch, they, there's more of that scary stuff. But then, like, Gazelle Man's just, like, panting slightly off screen. And then, like, no one's able to have a conversation because he's so loud. 
And this is when we actually see Holden for real in his weird lion tummy. He's arguing with his lion tummy, who has his own name that I didn't write down and his own sense of self. And they punch each other and then later realize that they are the same body, so they feel the same pain. <laughs> Specifically, the lion, like, slams Holden's balls. <laughs> and then he realizes it's also his own balls. Because <laughs> yeah. he's, like, laughing about it. And then he's like, momentarily. Oh, <laughs> it's very funny. Um, but anyways, what they're curious about is why, not why, but how she was able to tame that baboon. Baboon de Luffy. <laughs> And she just kind of tries to lie that she's good with animals, but obviously they know that it's not true. It's a devil fruit power. They also know it's her cheek, so they, like, try and rip shit out of her cheek. Which, as we already said, a minute ago doesn't work. So Luffy's rushing into town, and elsewhere, uh, Beppo sees this. Uh, we remember Beppo was, like, keeping tabs on things in a couple episodes ago, and he's like, oh no, they're gonna cause so much shit. So they report back to Law, who's like, all right, I'll stop these fucking idiots, I guess. <laughs> what choice do I have? So they get to, uh, next episode, 902, they get to town and Luffy does his usual sort of announcement. Hi, everybody. I'm Monkey D. Luffy, going to be King of the Pirates. This is my goal. Will you assist me in getting it? Will you take me to Tama? <laughs> uh, Okiku stops and is like, hey, you actually have to be aware of your surroundings in this arc. I know this is not a thing that you're good at. It's not, it's not really a thing he does in these following episodes either. But she sort of explains... In this, and then, like, in an, another scene in a minute, everyone here is not going to help you because they work for the boss. Even if they're not, like, malicious and evil and they just live here, they are not going to break the status quo. Because yeah. <laughs> then they also get sniped. It's not even, like, a cultural thing that you're breaking cultural norms. They just, uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. It's just not going to happen. Um, so Luffy's like, oh, okay, and then just, like, thins out all these people with hockey instead. <laughs> Which is pretty funny that he's like, yeah, I'm not going to like sneak by or pretend or anything. I can just use my fucking superpower. Uh, but yeah, even the Shogun Orochi's control is just uh, a little too concrete that even like regular people are just going to ignore him. Okiku kind of explains the history that like people who were deemed not essential were kicked out of this town. I don't know how 20 years ago, I guess, when Orochi came into power. Um, this place, Curry, used to be considerably different. Uh, but anyways, a sumo wrestler falls out of the sky. And is launched directly into Luffy. Actually grabs him out of the air. And it's because Hiroshima, previously mentioned Yokozuna, is just too good. Knocking everybody out of the ring across several miles. <laughs> Hallelujah, it's raining men. There's a really funny scene where the like, referee, whatever the, the referee <laughs> is of a, a sumo match, is like listing off all the, the number of bones that have been broken. <laughs> Didn't write down the numbers, but it is uh, just a funny exchange that's the that's how you know the quality of a sumo wrestler how many bones they've broken is it's i don't even think of that as like a bone breaking sport but i guess it must no. be <laughs> i mean you've seen how this guy like throws people off yeah so i guess yeah i don't know i just figured it would have been like some padding at least like wrestling has like some padding unless they dramatically throw you out of the ring or onto a table or something yeah i imagine there's a lot of like leg injuries or like any kind of injuries you take from falling yeah it's not good to fall it can hurt no. Don't recommend it. Everybody gets here, and by everybody, I mean Luffy. Hiroshima's <laughs> like, hey, that's my wife. <laughs> she, like, tries to hide behind Zoro, and Zoro's like, You're, I'm not bigger, I'm smaller than you. <laughs> I'm, like, half your size, lady. <laughs> I don't know that we've ever, like, had someone so tall, and it just be constantly brought up and addressed to their face. Yeah, no, uh, I don't think we have either. Like, they make a joke to, like, oh, well, Big Mom was even bigger when, when, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. when Zoro's like, you're huge. 
but <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know the last, like, I've seen some tall people, but it's not like Luffy went up to Whitebeard and was like, how'd you get so big? Yeah, or, or like Doflamingo, who's a little bit taller than Okiku, like. And he's like, what, <laughs> 10 feet or something? Yeah, he's 10 foot. Yeah. 305 centimeters. Yeah, Whitebeard is 666, I think. <laughs> Yeah, 666 centimeters, which is, makes you think he, <laughs> he'd be a bad guy. <laughs> no, he's he's like kind of the best guy. He's like, if you make a <laughs> list of like the best guys, it's like Whitebeard, Roger, and then they add Odin to it in this one. <laughs> well, Odin's like the secret character of the best guy. It's like, you got to beat the game on the hardest difficulty without yeah. continues to unlock Odin as your best, as another best guy. Yeah, it's like the, oh, Wano has closed doors, so no one knows anything about it. Like detailed does like so much heavy lifting when shit gets dropped on you in this arc. <laughs> yeah, but also I mean it's like I don't know I don't know how you would have heard about like oh yeah there's there's like in like this happened it, I wouldn't have come up. It's like when Sabo's first name dropped as Ace is dying. Um, it'd be like if Whitebeard did that with Odin. <laughs> <laughs> I never went back to open Wano's borders. The One Piece is real. <laughs> or Ace being like oh man. Go to Wano and give an apple to this kid, Tama. For me. <laughs> yeah, please. But anyways, so they fight some sumo wrestlers um, because they're trying to get Okiku and she doesn't want to be got. <laughs> it's very funny because they fight just hand to hand, including Zoro. And he's like, yeah, it just seemed wrong to slash a naked man. <laughs> There's um, something that I think about <laughs> more than I should. <laughs> Is great start to anything. Uh, on a there's a, a like wrestling video podcast that I keep up with, and <laughs> there's a they they do like year end awards, and I th- I'm pretty sure this is the one that won like their quote of the year from the podcast because it is very funny. But he the, they're like Irish, and the like thing the the line is something about like they're complaining about a guy's attire, and he's like he says that one <laughs> when he sees a wrestler without knee pads to him. They're more naked than, and as he put it, if he has his fucking flute out. <laughs> and now every time I, I see like wrestlers without knee pads, I'm like, oh yeah, they do look like weirdly naked without knee pads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn. That's like that phrase, flute out. <laughs> yeah, that's also like, what makes this really funny. It's just referring to it as a flute. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd also be fucked up if Zoro like, uh, was cutting wrestlers. That seems like unfair <laughs> yeah wrestlers are gun. supposed to be cutting themselves i think <laughs> yeah i don't know it's just kind of feels like a fun excuse to have them do like yeah. hand-to-hand wrestle moves somehow kiku gets grabbed and then she decides to go psycho mode out of nowhere and uh cut his top knot off <laughs> and then she goes back to being like oh no i shouldn't have oh god <laughs> she's she's doing i don't know better than most I mean, compared to her companions right now, she's doing a good job of keeping up her kayfabe of being uh, some lady. <laughs> yeah, that's like the only real uh, time she directly breaks it. Although yeah. she does help a little bit more in a, some, some later episodes. Yeah. Does specifically say, oh no, why did I do that in front of people? <laughs> Not even just, <laughs> why did I do that? Um, but then he like goes to attack her and she taunts him for being willing to hit a woman, which is also... That funny thing just makes him more mad. <laughs> but then Luffy comes in and returns the sumo slap um, because he can use gear third to make his hand bigger. Yeah, it's super cool. <laughs> it is. Now, this is a fun uh, fight and uh, continues in a 903 where they it's basically just like the first entire first half is just Luffy and this guy 
fucking exchange and blows or dodging. He gets thrown out and then just stretches back in and then immediately complains about illegal moves, <laughs> which is very funny. <laughs> yeah. I like that they just like Luffy and Zoro just seem to innately know how to sumo wrestle or like, well, they... do, like these hand to hand combat moves. I, you know, I, I can imagine Luffy did a lot of sumo wrestling as a kid. He's very excited for ninja. Um, <laughs> to see a ninja, so I can imagine he's also very excited to sumo wrestle. Yeah. It's like me playing Twilight Princess as a kid. <laughs> Just being like, why is this the most invigorating thing? I never knew <laughs> I needed it. How weird is it that Twilight Princess just includes, like, a whole subsection of that game where sumo wrestling is the most important thing in the world? Remember when Link a- was a sumo wrestler? <laughs> I didn't play a whole lot of Twilight Princess, but that is fun. Weird detail. Just against, like, guys. Like, I, I, I think, like... I think he wrestled Gorons too, but yeah, must have just been like we got to think of something to do with Gorons, because <laughs> at least you get to like swim in the Zora area. That game's good. They should port it to the Switch so I can play it again. <laughs> Far too lazy to emulate at this age. What you don't want to go out and get a Wii U? No, I had a Wii U once, and I still refer to it as the worst purchase <laughs> I've ever made. <laughs> Maybe that's the thing about emulating too is I just want to play on my couch. I don't I don't like I very rarely like playing games on my PC anymore. <laughs> I have a giant HDMI cable that goes to my TV, but also all my shits in one room, so Yeah, it's a little easier if you're if you're all in one room, but uh, my office is at the back of the house. So it's bad enough that I have a Ethernet cable running <laughs> from the living room back here. Anyways, yeah, so Luffy's doing like a big stretch. He says he's gonna be king of the pirates. He like inf- does a gear, th- uh, even bigger gear third inflate hand <laughs> giant slap and launches, what's his name, Hiroshima across the land and into Boss Hold'em's house. This is also intercut with like them pulling on Thomas Faith and heightening the the drama. But it's you, you know maybe it's because uh, <laughs> I I don't see like pinching as that big of a deal. But it feels way more tense, like, the tone they have when they're talking feels way more tense than the visuals when they're, like, having the pinchers going towards her face, because that feels very, like, silly to me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I mean, it would hurt. Yeah, I don't know, it's not like a, a weapon the same way, but, like, no, the tone is, like, treating it like a saw trap. Yeah! <laughs> that, like, her face is being torn apart. And I have to imagine, like, I don't know, like, doesn't really convey that he's pulling that hard. But also she's, like, nine, so it's <laughs> scary. And I, I mean, I, I wouldn't go as far as to unsettling, but, like, on paper, I guess, maybe. <laughs> but, yeah, she gets freed when the house gets uh, destroyed by a large man crashing into it. Zoro, again, is clocked for killing the magistrate. Elsewhere, we see that Beppo is sick. He's got the runs from eating the bad fish from the river. And that's why Law hasn't left yet to go get Luffy. <laughs> Quite a lot of people shitting themselves on this junk here. <laughs> a lot, a lot. <laughs> they they make, you know, like it's a serious issue with, what's her name? Uh, Otama. <laughs> and like, she can't eat anything else out of this river. She'll die. But like for all these adults, it's just like, Zoro has a tummy ache. Everyone else <laughs> is shitting themselves. <laughs> Beppo and then uh, later, Kinemon also. <laughs> So much so that people think he's like a zombie. <laughs> well, they this do should have, have some... been our Halloween <laughs> episode. It's coming out after. But... Yeah, I, was just, I, I, was, I had a Halloween themed thing to uh, <laughs> to say it a little bit. Yeah, it's 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 good for us recording now, but it will be a little old hat 
once the episode comes out. <laughs> um, but anyways, that's basically that's like the end of uh, 903, but 904, Luffy demands to see the boss of town. There's a line somewhere where Zoro's like, yeah, if we'll cause enough trouble, that'll come. Which is true, <laughs> he does. Uh, everyone runs away from Luffy, though, here, and Hawkins phones whoever and is like saying that he's on the way. And uh, some more samurai run into fight. Luffy does the routine again where he punches with the sword. Okiku, like, takes a while to decide that she should fight, and then sort of does, and then gets captured again, and then fights some more. It's a weird back and forth with her, but we cut but also back and forth. Like, there's, like, a scene in the middle here where we see Okobure Town, where everyone's sad and hungry, and, like, another kid is sick from river water. As the camera slowly pans up to the factory silhouetted on the skyline. No one ever said One Piece was subtle, but, you know. And then we, uh, and we also see how nice everything is at the farm and all the uh, food being like picked up and paying the farmers dirt for it. That's a setup for later where we will see that uh, food wagon being uh, taken into town. Doesn't really feel like that when you're watching this scene, but that shows up again like in a minute. Uh, but Luffy's like beating somebody up and is like, who's your boss's name? Tell me the name. Who do you work for? And they say, hold him. But like as they're like falling unconscious. So Luffy's like, <laughs> mishears it as Baldaboo. <laughs> Which obviously Holdem would have like I think another like ooh syllable at the end of it. At least I think so. Didn't actually double check when I was watching and listening to it. But it's just very funny to hear Luffy yelled out Baldaboo dramatically. Doesn't even <laughs> clock him as like that wouldn't be someone's name. <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about? Of course it would be. I mean, it sounds so goofy, but also I'm like, <laughs> I guess it's not really if One Piece actually, inv- like, One Piece has had a literal ball man, so. Oh, yeah, it did. You say that like it's old news, like we didn't just do this guy for <laughs> Look, I try to block that guy out of my mind. No, he's always fucking right there for me. It's fucking the corner of my room when I have sleep paralysis. <laughs> Every day is a trial of balls for me. <laughs> That's me, but pearls in the corner. <laughs> Just what I, I think I'm I'm falling asleep. He uses his fucked up armor to like reflect the, the blue light off of uh a power surge protector to like shine in my eyes and keep me awake. Damn, I was gonna try and buy a cardboard cutout of Pearl, <laughs> mail it to you. <laughs> it doesn't seem to exist. So I might have <laughs> I maybe there's why. A, maybe there's a custom company I can uh pay to make one. I have seen people do shit like that where they just tape they like do big printing and they just mm-hmm. tape a bunch of it to cardboard <laughs> yeah i don't see why not you know his design weirdly isn't as upsetting in the manga oh it's not that different i think it's just like doesn't move very well Sp- speaking of hold him now like is noticing luffy yelling and in a minute is gonna come over and talk shit to him uh the gate to town is opening and this is where we get introduced to speed the horse lady we were talking about a little bit ago she is bringing in the giant cart of all this food to the town while, like, some metal song plays underneath the fucking soundtrack. <laughs> and uh, she is, like, confused why some of these buildings have been destroyed. There are some firemen putting out fire, and there also seem to be pop stars. Not really sure what the joke is here. That, like, I don't like... The only thing I can think of is that name... That I can't remember the name. <laughs> What's this sexy firefighter? anime movie i know i don't know everyone everyone is yelling at me knowing what it is oh promare that's it yeah (laughs) people don't like anime have seen that movie it's one of those 
I I need to I need to watch watch it because isn't it uh that's fine I, isn't it Gurren Lagann but more gay? <laughs> Not even that gay in my opinion, but <laughs> it has just enough implied gay for people to be like oh shit. Yeah, someone does mouth to mouth to resuscitate someone, mm. and it's two guys. <laughs> oh, that's pretty there's, gay. <laughs> there's subtext, I guess, <laughs> but then it also goes full Gurren Lagann, and I'm like I don't know that the scale of this needed to suddenly become giant robots in the last 20 minutes <laughs> i remember seeing that in the theater and the giant drill shows up and some like one guy clapped <laughs> it's peak like superman end of black adam <laughs> like one guy is losing this shit and no one else cares <laughs> anyways that's what i thought of i d- couldn't think of the name promo but that's what i thought of when i saw these like girls cheering for pop star fireman <laughs> uh but anyways yeah so hold them finds luffy Otama's being held in the lion's mouth. They assume that Luffy and Zoro are underneath that thief they were talking about, who they name Sh- uh, Shutenmaru. Oh, uh, Kiku seems to recognize the name. You know, forget about it. It'll come up again later. It's, you know, there's a million names in this arc that are exactly like that, where they mention it way earlier than you'd expect by the time <laughs> it comes back up. Um, Luffy has a weird prolonged scene where he notices the lion is a lion in his tummy. <laughs> Do you think uh, they had Okiku react to the name to have us think, oh, that's that's why she's weird. She's associated with him. Because that's what I thought until mm. the last episode. I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> she knows these people. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I, th- I think there certainly is an air of mystery around her. I feel like I, by the time I was watching this, I already kind of knew. So <laughs> I, I, it's, I guess it's hard for me to say objectively. But. Uh, this episode ends with Law now being in town. He's sort of near the front gate as Hawkins is pulling up. So you can kind of already tell how uh, that they're they're gonna have some exchanges in this in this chunk here. Nine oh five mostly starts with a lot of that same conversation redone with a little more detail. This is where K- Kiku also ex- like they talk about Shuten Maru a little bit more. Not particularly more information to give, but. Okiku also explains, like, look, the problem isn't really, like, she says, she says don't upset Hold'em too much, and it's not really that he's a threat or a problem, it's that Kaido is, and everyone reports back to him, and even specifically for this town, uh, Jack, who you've seen before, and they're like, hey, but didn't he die? Wasn't he, like, fucking murked out of Zoe? And she's like, no, he was, like, here, like, three days ago. <laughs> he's very much alive. I like that this is how we find out. <laughs> yeah, it just casually comes up. Also, this is only funny for like, in, in hindsight, and the balloons kind of popped pretty quickly because you already know Kiku's involvement with this stuff. But the fact that they're talking about Zoe and talking about like, oh yeah, there's a big dog and a big cat. And she's just like, why are you talking about animals? Even though she like, if they knew their names... <laughs> She would be like, oh, I recognize the name Dogstorm and Cat Viper. Yeah. <laughs> Which like, is, is pretty obvious by the end of this chunk. But something that I found, found very funny. I also kind of forgot how immediately Okiku is connected to the <laughs> samurai stuff. But anyways, small world, I guess, when you're, when you're Luffy. <laughs> really, the, the world isn't that... Uh, when you've got the will of D... <laughs> it yeah. seems like the whole world just kind of revolves around you, and when you're this when you're this idiot, you don't you don't even realize that. <laughs> no, that's why Law wants to figure out the fuck the D means. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, so Speed like basically comes up around the same spot 
uh, with the food truck. I guess this is roughly where it's supposed to go. And Luffy's like, damn, that's a lot of food. Hey, Zoro, steal that while I save Otama. <laughs> so they can take it back to Leftoversville. And uh, before the eye catch, Law, con- or, uh, yeah, Law confronts Hawkins, but he's wearing a helmet, so he does not reveal his identity, even though you can see all of his tattoos. And he has a very specific power, which immediately is what happens when they actually start fighting. But that's uh, a little bit later. Luffy saves Otama pretty quickly. He just kind of like immediately appears and punches the lion's face and, and saves her. Um, I don't know why the lion can breathe fire. I guess because it looks cool in a minute when Luffy's surrounded by a fireball. But <laughs> yeah. That's, I think that's really the only reason. Um, Zoro also clears some dudes out. Uh, apparently, Okiku gets grabbed. Zoro's like, I'm not going to save you, so she saves herself. <laughs> also starts fighting some people. Speed shoots some hockey arrows. Uh, they get the, the, the food wagon, the truck. Uh, the Komachio starts pulling it. But Luffy notices, he's like holding Otama now, like he saved her notices that her face is sort of scuffed up from the, the, the pinching or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, oh, no, I'm fine, though. But he's, like, so <laughs> pissed off about this that he does, like, yeah. an incredible-looking Red Hawk and just decimates this Hold'em guy in, like, one punch. And, and uh, this is also, like, when, when she's thinking about it, this is the first time anyone has been like, oh, fuck, that's, like, ace. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I think it was pretty obvious to us, the viewer, in... Fishman Island when he does it underwater. Yeah. Which still more and more I think about, hmm, uh, I guess Oda putting that move underwater for the first time is particularly weirdly <laughs> intentional. <laughs> but yeah, but, like she's like, oh yeah, just like Ace. And she never, I mean, she says it out loud once and he doesn't hear her, which is also funny, that <laughs> really avoid getting Luffy to talk about Ace. Uh, it looks great. I remember when this episode aired and this was like, considered like a high watermark for how good this show like treats dramatic moments and how cool it can look and like now i don't know if it's a blip anymore because of how <laughs> many things have come after this it just keeps i i'm i'm just surprised it's like this is just a guy getting punched this isn't even an important guy to get punched it's just i mean it feels important at the time because luffy's <laughs> upset about his friend getting hurt and she's like nine so I, it's like amplified feelings it's a cool scene. He bursts out of the, the fireball that he's shot at with and uh, does a sick Red Hawk. Cool move, Red Hawk. But yeah, Otama, of course, thinks of Ace as she's falling to the ground. And on the next episode, she's, she's eventually grabbed by Luffy again, and they uh, run to catch up with the... I came wanting to say food truck, which is like a term that describes a real thing instead of what I actually <laughs> mean. But yeah, the Komachio, big dog, pulling it, hold him just falls on the ground like near where speed is on the other side of this line of buildings, I guess. And she's like, that's weird. <laughs> but uh, Luffy eventually catches up after fighting through some guys. He like uh, every now and then like once per episode, something looks sick. And this is like Luffy just like jumps up in the air and stomps a guy into floor cubes. And I'm like, why does that? Why does that have any polish on it whatsoever? <laughs> no reason for it to. Uh, but then Luffy sees a horse up ahead and is like, oh, I'll catch a ride. That'll make us go faster. Oh, wait, this horse is a woman. Because this is speed. He jumped onto speed's back, which would be obvious if you were watching the show, because this is a visual medium. <laughs> Luffy immediately has the idea, like, Tama, give her a dango. And she does, and it works on these, uh, on these gifters or whatever they're called. I don't remember which she falls under, but Luffy calls her horse Lena. But now she responds to it. She only responds to it when Tama says it. Because like, every time Luffy tells her to do something, she'd be like, 
who do you think you are? I don't listen to you. You're not the boss of me. And then like Otama will repeat it. And she'll be like, yes, master. Anything for you. <laughs> and does like a horse neighing, big, big smile laugh. <laughs> Which is funny. It is like I like horse Lena. <laughs> when they introduced her, I, I liked how all the people to to really get it across. All the people around her were like, "She's just like a horse. She even mm-hmm. smiles like a horse." Mm-hmm. Horse girl. <laughs> they got horse girls in Wano. It's crazy. They do. They got everything. Everyone's here, even the horse girls. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Oda Oda keeps getting away with that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so Otama thinks about Ace some more, and uh, she does say out loud, like, man, just like, you're just like him. And then he was like, what was that? And she doesn't repeat herself. <laughs> uh, but then after the eye catch, we get some more of uh, Hawkins and Law sort of standing off against each other. And Hawkins immediately is like, I recognize those tattoos. And like, Law <laughs> does room. And it's like, obviously, I know who you are. <laughs> What he was talking about, like, Hawkins knows what I look like, so I gotta have a basket over my face. It's like, you have, you're the only person in this world who has those fucking hand tattoos. <laughs> He's gonna know as soon as he sees that, dude. Wear there gloves. are very few tattoos, period, in One Piece. <laughs> it's like, I can't, I, I can name him, I can name Nami, and I am, like, struggling to think of it. Uh, Ace, I guess. Nami's oh, sister. One. Nah, sure, okay. Is there a fifth one? Can I cut... Top five tattoo havers. I don't think anyone's as tatted up as Law is, though. Yeah. I guess does Whitebeard doesn't have the tattoo. I'm just thinking of Ace's Whitebeard tattoo, I think. <laughs> Every Sun Pirate, I guess, tied for fifth. <laughs> yeah. I guess I just don't think about it very often. Anyways, Law cuts some dudes in half. Which is, it's very interesting seeing Law, like, cut Hawkins. And obviously it doesn't affect him. It affects one of the straw men he made up. That guy still only gets cut in half by the power. Like it's it's like a one hundred percent transference. So like that guy who was the substitution gets cut in half and is still alive. He's just like, oh god, why is my body disconnected? That's uh that's the strategy to taking Hawkins out. I think is it's kind of like baseball. You got you got to trick him into swinging at uh something that would have been a ball, so they get a strike. With Hawkins, you gotta trick him by hitting him with some shit that he thinks is gonna be, like, hurt him, but it actually doesn't. <laughs> so he wastes, he wastes a made-up guy. Mm-hmm. Well, Law also, like, takes his whole crew and separates them and <laughs> flips them around as well, which seems to be... I don't know why it's effective, but Hawkins seems to say it's effective. I, I like that he uses his... <laughs> the guys that are with Hawkins' body parts to just throw them at Hawkins. That's so fucking cool. <laughs> it is, and then, like, shambles to put himself right next to him again. <laughs> yeah. Law has such a cool power, and I always like watching him fight. The, he, he was already super cool, and it's, it is very funny that it ended up being like, he's like, fuck, you wasted our cool spot, but... The, the attack switch against Doflamingo, that's still the coolest shit. <laughs> it is really cool. But yeah, so uh, he gets his helmet taken off pretty much immediately, too. <laughs> yeah. Um. Apparently, Jack has been notified and about what's going on here. And Hawkins is like, yes, yeah, soon Kaido will know. And Law's like, how has literally everything that we've worked on been blown in like an hour? Like as soon as Luffy showed up, everything went down the drain. And it's not even that Luffy's not, Luffy's helping people right now, like, that's what he's doing, but just, like, instantaneously, everything's out the fucking window. Speaking of which, the food cart that Luffy has secured is now riding by, and Law joins on for a ride out of town, and 
yells at Zoro. <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> Dude, we have this careful plan. <laughs> this is the uh, this is the moment we really need the tails gets trolled face, but with Law, <laughs> where yeah. he just realizes Luffy and Zoro have fucked up their entire plan that they have been working on for I I. I'm going to assume at least a week, like they've been implanted for at least a week and things are going good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know a while. It's unclear exactly the travel time to uh, Wano from Zoe or Whole Kick from Zoe or Wano from Whole Kick. Add all that up and you'll know. Uh, we're skipping a filler episode, but then we go to 908 where the uh, first thing that happens, Otama gives Horselina a carrot and Law keeps being like, what? Why is she here? She's a headliner. Why is she suddenly nice to that kid? Law then gives Zoro a piece of his mind. And Zoro's like, yeah, it's Luffy's fault. You know, it's he showed up. We got stuck together. What do you want me to do? And Luffy's like, oh, BRB. And like goes to steal a giant keg of water. Um, Then it all arrives in Okabure town. They're like last minute surprised by like Batman and I think some other people but then they just get squished by the water cake when luffy shows up <laughs> guess they're dead i don't know you don't see him again <laughs> um, but law is like this is like a rebellion this is a big deal and luffy's like no no it's not he just kind of tells him no <laughs> no it's, it's not it's not a rebellion i'm just trying to help this little girl yeah don't worry about it <laughs> there's a difference complete difference <laughs> and uh luffy hands her an apple and he's like i'm paying you back for feeding me but this is just the start of it and Hawkins reports the news to whoever. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who he's talking to, actually. But after the eye catch, we see that Okabure Town d- literally doesn't even waste the wood that the cart came on. Like, they are eat, like, none of the food's getting wasted. They're using the lumber of all this stuff to, like, I'm assuming make repairs to shit that they haven't been able to. And Luffy tells Tama that he wants to make uh, every day like this for her, <laughs> which echoes a thing that Ace said, of course. Uh, Ace was like, yeah, I'll, bl- I'll, you know, I'll come back and I'll make this a place where you can eat however much you want every day. She's touched. She's sad. And she doesn't say it out loud. <laughs> um, but Law is like, we got to go to Odin Castle. To which Nokiku reacts to <laughs> her reasons. Yeah, she's just, just like, oh, that's weird. And then when they notice somebody, she's like, uh, I just want to see the outside. <laughs> she's like, yeah, she she tags along mysteriously. <laughs> Otama goes home on Horselina, her new her new ride. As they're going off on Komachiya to Odin Castle, Law's like, pirates shouldn't do good things like this. This makes me sick. Pirates doing good deeds. Very <laughs> yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah, that was... I mean, I, I guess we I haven't really seen... I think of Law as a bad guy, but it is no. funny whenever he's like, Luffy, you're far too nice. What the fuck? <laughs> Maybe he's, he's like, not outwardly nice because it affects his cool guy goth image. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably a good part of it. Oh, hold on a second. All right, where are we? I don't remember. Otomo was heading back to her home planet. Oh yeah, and I was. I'm just. I'm thinking. Damn, she's in the opening. That's disappointing. That this is the last time we're gonna see her. Yeah, I'm never gonna see her again. Um, everyone knows that as soon as a character leaves off screen, it's it's a funeral, basically. <laughs> Um, that's why we're never gonna see Kobe again. <laughs> never nope. gonna see Nami again. <laughs> Especially not Nami. No. She's uh trying to get Belmir out of prison. That's true, yeah. An honorable cause. Nami goes to law school. Starts <laughs> law? a bail fund. Law has a school? Yeah. <laughs> or 
where he teaches you how to be a pirate and not do good things. <laughs> you can't do nice things because then people don't think you're cool anymore. Yeah, you gotta be a badass. Anyways, yeah, so they're tagging along to the castle, and Okiku's here, and she's like, oh yeah, I just wanted to see it. And Zoro's <laughs> like, you're uh, you're hiding something. I don't know what it is, but you're hiding something. <laughs> I don't know how you're so big and are able to hide shit, but yeah. Where are you hiding it? <laughs> Long as kimono. How do they even make kimonos that long? <laughs> Internally, she wonders why they're going to the ruin. She's like, I, they clearly seem like nice people, but I can't let my guard down of why they're going there. So I, you know, wonder whose side she's on. Spoilers, the good one. <laughs> um, but Law says that uh, they're going to go up there and meet the ghosts of Wano. Luffy's like, what do you mean ghosts? Yeah, what the fuck are you talking about? So Zoro's like, even I was stunned by the news. And they don't <laughs> tell Luffy. And um, we see gravestones for characters we know. <laughs> we know who should be alive. Yeah, Kanjiro, Raizo, Kinemon, Momonosuke, and Odin, obviously. Odin, I think we knew, is dead. But um, there are also some other graves we don't see the names of. But presumably yeah, there's, there's nine. Ten. The nine? Well, Odin plus nine is what I would assume. Oh, okay. Unless they also have one for the mom and sister, in which case, 12, I guess. But, oh no, Momo is also not in the nine. So, nine plus four, I guess, is my guess. I don't know. I'm not counting. Anyways, they're all dead. Rip. Uh, 909, Luffy's like, just tell me. And he's like, no, I refuse. Um, Law's <laughs> like, I'm not the person who should tell you. So, you'll figure <laughs> out when we get up there. And they're like in the woods. Zoro, there's like something chasing them, so Zoro drops off to fight them. Not sure why. I mean, it's it's not a fight that matters. It doesn't even happen no. on screen. It's just Zoro is being separated from these people it, for now. It, it really just seemed like to well, Zoro's got to stumble across some shit. So <laughs> yeah, Zoro's gonna got something else to do, but doesn't matter because when he's <laughs> done fighting this like lion or whatever, he doesn't go up to the castle. He's just like, oh, a dock. I'll go there. Zoro loves to get lost, I guess. But yeah, so that happens. Uh, we see in the capital a lady, some snake lady. We'll, we'll see in a second. Like a teacher. She's teaching her class about why Wano is closed. And all the students are like, because other places are bad and want to take things from us. There's an old <laughs> guy in the street over, like, listening in and getting mad. Because that's not true. <laughs> and uh, she was like, yeah, a long time ago, 20 years to be exact, um, someone wanted to change that and open Wano's borders. And the kids are like, oh, it was Odin and Akazaya 9. And her snake neck reaches across the room and is like, now I didn't ask you to tell me who it was because I did not want to hear the name. That is how much I hate this guy. And there's a picture of Keenamon in the book looking exactly how he does now. <laughs> um, but luckily, they're all dead. Thanks to Orochi, everything's peaceful now. And there's like quick, <laughs> quick flashes of how poor everybody is. Elsewhere, we meet a new guy, Napping Kiyoshiro who does nap in the middle of his conversation that he has here. He is drunk. He is complaining about the Shogun Orochi. He says he's a, a money changer for the Shogun's family. He's got a big uh, hair, big pomp. <laughs> yeah, like Joe's Big blue pompo. Probably longer and bigger. He's complaining about the Shogun and says, like, 20 years ago, when we all went and burned down Odin's house, he remembers his wife's last words. And you see, like, a couple pieces of imagery of the castle burning. But he repeats uh, her last words, which are, You are the moon unaware of the dawn. May your purpose be fulfilled and cast nine shadows on the night woven. 
20 years, and uh, you shall know the brilliance of Don. He laughs because like, he laughs at Orochi being a coward and thinking this is a curse. Like, Orochi thinks that that meant 20 years from now you're going to get haunted by nine fucking ghosts. Ghosts of uh, Christmas past and more past and really past and <laughs> current present and Christmas present. The future and way further into the future when there's mm. uh, like computers and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Even more in the future when there's <laughs> there's just two weirdos who talk yeah. about your lives into into microphones. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, oh yeah, that's the twist of One Piece that's a long time ago in the real world. Yeah. <laughs> and the ghost of dystopian future. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, that's the that's a roach apparently a roach's take on the whole thing and uh it's been 20 years presumably it's been 20 years and three months <laughs> is what it seems like uh but which, obviously there there's a reveal coming in the next in, in this episode in the next episode but no it's at literally the end of this episode but yeah kiyoshir is laughing because it's been 20 years he's like but the dead can't do anything they're super dead we wiped them out 20 years ago they were burned alive and he like breaks the sake cup because he's so angry about uh, all this happening weird so i'm sure he has no personal connection um kiyoshiro i don't know we just met the guy also i i like that i feel like robin's in the scene by the way she's like dancing in the background i like the implication that like that's the only reason we're seeing it <laughs> is because she's there yeah although i guess we just saw the teacher scene so i guess maybe less maybe that has less uh weight behind it anyways luffy and the gang luffy luffy law and okiku get to the ruins of the Odin castle which we just heard about being burned down and uh okiku runs away crying so that's fine no one seems to stop her or uh figure out why that is but luffy sees the graves and is like hey wait a minute i haven't seen them in a while so maybe they're actually dead maybe this is actually maybe they've died since i last saw them yeah that that's bro, i was getting confused it's like wait didn't didn't we see kinemon when we like Saw what everyone was we, up to in Wano. We saw, we only saw Kinemon in a flashback of telling people to know their role. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which obviously this doesn't matter. We see him in this episode, but yeah, um, I, I was like, for so reference like... <laughs> of, we actually haven't seen him in this present time yet. So it does kind of thread the needle, but, but yes, because Luffy's worried because he couldn't get a hold of him on the phone. The snail, the snail phone. Yeah, I don't know. That's just kind of it. And Law's like, yeah, maybe you'll see him tonight. He comes by at night. As if he were a ghost and <laughs> Lodge cryptically saying all this shit to scare Luffy, I guess. But they're like, what does that mean? Why would he only come at night? Why would he not, might not come? And Law is like, I shouldn't be the one to explain. And then like a spooky Kinemon ghost like floats into the screen, like into the scene. And uh, after a minute, it's revealed that he just kind of looks like that because he's sick and won't stop shooting his brains out. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, I, some nights I just can't get out of the bathroom. So uh, this immediately seems to not be an issue because Okiku runs in and hugs him and he's back to normal. <laughs> um, <laughs> and she's like, I knew you were back. I'm so glad you're back. Kinemon's like, yeah, these are the guys that I brought to help us with, with the Wano problem. <laughs> Momonosuke also runs into the scene. Dogstorm comes up that he's here in Wano. He's like at the beach. We'll see you in a minute, but. And right on time, the other Straw Hats that arrived from Whole Cake also sort of wander into the scene. I don't know why Sanji's shirtless, but he is. Chopper has, like, a really cute hoodie. I think it rules. Um, Beppo's also shitting his brains out off screen. 
we get like sound effects. It's really yeah, quite, weird. Quite a bit. <laughs> when Keenamon is explaining his bowel movements, we see a bird poop and fly away. <laughs> I don't, they, they really do lean on the on the shit jokes. <laughs> I was thinking like. It seems a little... It's really funny that it took, like, 900 episodes for there to be a ton of them. The only other time I could think of that this happened was, like, the one dude in, uh... Impel Down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> other than that, uh, no one in One Piece shits. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just... Just these just these two people. There are three, three people now. Beppo, Magellan, and Kinoa. Maybe that's why he sat on the trading cards. <laughs> Beppo. It's because he's pooping. Hey, that's a good point. Yeah. Anyways, uh, there's also a moment of Kiku being really happy to see that Momonosuke is happy. We're going to learn here in a minute that essentially his dad died three months ago as far as he's concerned. I don't know if you remember in Zoe when it's casually mentioned that Momonosuke was like, oh yeah, I hung out with Roger. Oh yeah. Because they talk about, I, I they talk about Odin hanging out with them. <laughs> Certainly, like, all we could do at the time was gloss over it, but... <laughs> Obviously, Momonosuke is not that old. I don't think he's been alive for as many years as Roger has been dead. <laughs> I don't think so. Roger's been dead however many years uh, Ace is old. And I think Ace was like 23. Everybody gets out of the house. Kinemon's like, thanks for coming. Sorry about the smell, but I have to explain some stuff. <laughs> so the three of us, referring to himself, Okiku, who is now just here and <laughs> along for the ride, and Momonosuke was like, so us three plus Kenjiro and Raizo, we actually traveled forward through time 20 years ago. <sighs> so I, I'm sure like, you thought time travel would never be in one piece for real, right? Yeah. <laughs> we, we joke about it all the time. <laughs> I've joked, we've joked about it a lot. And, um, you know... How do you feel? How do you f- the the literally just the fact that this is a power that exists does damage to my brain. <laughs> not not this particular usage of it. This thread, I find it compelling. I think it's like I don't think it really breaks my perception of the world in any terrible way. Uh, I think it's a really interesting take on these samurai characters. But just the fact that that's a possibility. That someone can do that, send someone 20 years into the future. You know, it makes you scratch the head a little bit. So, what, I mean, how are, how are you feeling? How do you, how does that, how does that treat you? I, I was, you know, I was hoping for, like, a little more of an explanation of what, of, like, the travel. And it's just, there's, like, this weird implication thing. And then they just did. I was like, huh, well, <laughs> maybe later. Yeah, I mean, maybe later. Uh, they just sort of, uh, they're like, yeah, Odin's wife, Toki, she could do that. Yeah. <laughs> and they all seem to know that she can do that. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's just what she could do. So they did it. Um, yeah, but I mean, yeah, you don't really get any, uh, they don't really break down what she was doing before that, you know? What does a person like that power do? Like, what, like who has that? What do they do? It, was it a fruit, even? No, she can just do that. <laughs> Look, this just makes you think even more that Gold Roger is just Luffy, and after he found the One Piece, he went back in time so he could be again. Gold Roger. <laughs> Hit himself in the head. Yeah. I hope not. But yes, that's the cliffhanger for 909. We got one more to talk about, though. 910, which is mostly just sort of 
some uh, some light smattering of backstory that I find interesting because I know the rest of the details that are not included. <laughs> Kinemon just kind of keeps explaining. Uh, Odin Castle is technically called Curry Castle, but, you know, Odin lived here, and so... He was the son of a guy called Sukiyaki, who was the previous shogun. But the thing about Odin is that he was a bad boy. Didn't really follow the rules. Didn't fit in. And he was, like, banished from the flower capital. So he went to Curry, which is essentially the Australia of Wano, where just, like, I guess the hooligans and criminals go. And he just, like, beat all of them up so much that they respected him and were like, yeah, we should be better people. Which is very interesting, because then, like, the next day, like, it's this all being described so shortly as, like, yeah, he was a bad boy. And then he beat up all these criminals and then, like, became their mayor. Yeah. <laughs> this, this seems very Luffy as well. This is a very Luffy thing to do. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, there's enough similarities. Because it goes by so quickly, it seems like, oh, well, if he was such a bad boy that didn't care about authority, why would he want to be Daimyo? <laughs> but, like, <laughs> I, I think it just, it, it, he doesn't. And it just kind of becomes a thing where people form around him because he has that sort of Luffy-esque charisma. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, we should make, like, you make us want to be better people. Like, just because we don't respect authority and maybe you don't have a lot of respect for authority, maybe we should still, I don't know. Have a modicum of respect for each other as people, and that just sort of forms around Odin, I guess. He also, they also do name Ashura Doji, who was previously the strongest kid on the playground, and Odin beat him up. Um, also worth mentioning that I, I, I didn't double check what it looked like in this manga chapter. This isn't really what Odin looks like. <laughs> I've, uh, I've seen like. A little bit of uh, Odin before, and but even then, like knowing that, like seeing this out thing, I was like, that that doesn't look like a guy. Period. <laughs> no, it doesn't really look like what a guy in One Piece looks like. But also, yeah, I mean, it's been long enough that you've probably seen Odin on Twitter or something. Um, there are a lot of things not really shown in the manga that the anime adds, including Odin being executed, um, which also doesn't really match what eventually gets actually <laughs> written in the manga. But yeah, it's just kind of a real Cliff Notes version. Also, this is something that's always kind of true. He just, they, they say that he's 20. He just looks old. He always looks older than he is. <laughs> and I think it's partly because he has one design that has to cover such a long period of time. Yeah. They don't draw him as a teenager and then draw him at <laughs> 28. They just drew him the one time. And you, you just have to believe that an 18-year-old could look like that. But I don't know. How old is fucking Goku in Dragon Ball Z? Um, he is uh, like 48, 49, I think, by the end. He might even be in his 50s. The thing that's also fucked up about Goku is um, he has spent- This isn't proving my point. This is the opposite of proving my point, but go ahead. <laughs> The uh, Goku has had um, spent multiple days in the hyperbolic time chamber, so he's physically older than he is <laughs> as well, and he still looks the same. That's crazy. He's old. He's a fucking. It's like fucking Michael Myers and Halloween ends, and it's like this guy's got to be eighty <laughs> doing this shit. Because yeah, Goku was uh, <laughs> um thirty nine the last time he died. <laughs> um, <laughs> Because <laughs> they don't, Great they don't sentence. ever have his, <laughs> they don't ever like have his age. 
So like, oh no, wait, he was he wasn't thirty. He was uh, he's forty three. <laughs> he's he's at least like uh, almost fifty now. <laughs> Vegeta's Good. even older. Vegeta is like fifties, I think. Good. In Earth uh, years, Namek yeah. years. Um. Okay. Well, I guess that doesn't count because uh, I was assuming that he would have been a lot younger than that. Like a lot of anime characters are a lot younger than they look. But anyways, I don't know. There's you're never gonna stop hearing about this Odin guy, so don't worry <laughs> about retaining too much of this or what does and doesn't lined up necessarily because they're gonna give you like the fucking lord of the rings extended edition of this eventually but anyways they do mention they doesn't really like being daimyo um he's like it's he says it's very restrictive we see duke dogstorm at the beach in the present day reminiscing about odin as well um because odin took dogstorm and cat viper in when they were like toddlers not toddlers but young when they were chibi <laughs> There, there is um, what, what's the who's the cat turtle guy that was from Zoe and was part of Big Mom's crew? Oh, Peckums. Yeah, Peckums made me realize why he's insecure about his eyes because <laughs> Dogstorm and Cat Guy have them, and uh, Cat Viper have them. So it's at, when they're little. So he 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 hasn't grown into his. He never got his grown up eyes. He, oh, that's very has, funny. He has little kid eyes because I noticed that they had the little like dot eyes. So <laughs> maybe nice. that's why he's insecure because he has little kid eyes still. <laughs> Certainly did not connect that myself, but you're probably <laughs> on to something. <laughs> that's a very funny connection to make. But yeah, so they sort of just casually are like, yeah, Odin, a man loved by Whitebeard and Roger both. A perfect guy that we all are so indebted to. Never been a better guy than that. Sucks ass that he's dead. Kinemon's like, yeah, Curry used to be a beautiful place, and then Kaido and Orochi just fucking <laughs> fucked it all up. I mean, doesn't look beautiful now. So after the eye catch, we see Zoro finish his fight and then just fuck off. He's like, oh, good, a dock. I'll go there. I'll take a little boat ride. There's nothing I need to be here for. There's no dramatic moment of the plot coming around the corner. Um, so Kinemon explains that, you know, yeah, Odin died 20 years ago. Uh, but because of the whole devil fruit sending us, 20 years into the future it's been like oh, a couple months for us which i do find like genuinely compelling it's a thing that i've really liked about rewatching punk hazard and like catching details that like oh yeah i mean oda definitely knew this the whole time like this idea <laughs> that like when they are showing up in punk hazard i made a joke in punk hazard that like oh yeah kinemon's pretty old-fashioned <laughs> I, I do think it that does kind of come through if you're looking for some of those details. Oh, yeah, I can see that now that they've had this weird <laughs> thing going this on. ridiculous plot detail that just bare, like really is pushing the boundary of what does and doesn't feel like it's jumping the shark for One Piece. But <laughs> One Piece has always kind of leaned into this cartoon logic thing that I, I'm like, every time there is some gigantic reveal like this or like other things that'll happen later like redacted i'm just like no that doesn't break my perception of one piece it doesn't disrupt anything previous or that i would expect out of the future and i'm just like am i just so bought into this world like is that is it possible like unless like maybe if like luffy pulls out a gun but like i don't know maybe i just i trust oda too much has yet to steer me wrong momonosuke is like yeah my dad died like three months ago and, like, Luffy's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have, like, screamed at him to grow up and get over it. 
rough. <laughs> um, that doesn't actually happen. I'm just making a joke. But yeah, so Kinemon also explains a little bit of details, which again, we're going to get like the fucking full footnotes of this later. But after the execution, they run away with a retainer, Sakasai 9. Dog Storm and Cat Viper get kidnapped, or like kidnapped, they get like captured. Yeah, the the lines that they they started like arguing, and that's what got them like caught. Yes, it's and, and they've been arguing ever since. The samurai like get away, and they go to Odin's castle, which is where Momonosuke and their family were. They get there. Toki, the, the who's only in shadow, the mom is like, yeah, "I will send you into the future so you can do some shit." And uh, you also don't see Hiyori, the sister. You see, you get her name. And there's another person here. There's like someone in a hat that you don't really get a good look at and they don't draw attention to, but there's like another member of the Akazaya here that also seemingly doesn't get shot into the future. But like, I was kind of like, this is like one of those scenes that on the second watch, I'm like scanning it for information and details. I'm like, what did they pepper in here? What did they include? Uh Uh-oh. Just because it's a thing that they've sort of... um, one of those classic One Piece things where because they give you more information way later, it's like, oh, yes, I was just off screen also having a great time in in the previous flashback. But I did notice, yeah, uh, a character that will later show up sort of peppered in here and not drawn any attention to. You kind of just see someone in a big hat. Not like the big hat, but like a, you know, hat that uh, Ace or Tama would have made. And then they get sent into the future. Toki says that she'll stay here and do her whole thing. Um, Hat guy doesn't fall out of the sky with Kinemon. Also, Hiyori seemingly not sent forward into the future either. Seems kind of weird. (laughs) But no, send Momonosuke. I'll keep the girl. Okay. (laughs) Um, But it's, I mean, it's. It's it's sort of a bleak idea, this idea of like going through this worst day of your life where Kaido and Orochi take over, Odin's executed, you barely get away, and then like you're just like thrust to looking at your own grave twenty years later and like seeing the effects of all of that, like going from that day that happened to twenty years later there's factories everywhere and everyone's poor and just like all like everything's been ravaged in that time. And uh, they do look at their own graves. They do get to pull the Pell here. Yeah, like, P- Pell, uh, I mean, there's probably a level of, like, fuckers, like, oh, this shit, they think I'm dead. Th- this, <laughs> for them, they're like, oh, there's no reason for any of them to think some of us are alive. And also, uh, immediately we see the effects of uh, <laughs> what has happened because of them. Yeah. No, it's just, I mean, it's a, it's a very good usage of a time travel power like it doesn't feel like a a busted loophole it just seems like a very specific restrained character isn't alive and doing anything now just like what if i made this like a little bit sadder or 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 more difficult for these characters to have to deal with and that's it this episode basically ends with kinemon saying we thought nobody would be on our side but there was still some people willing to uh to fight for the Kazuki clan and, um, you know, presumably we'll get a little bit more information about how he ended up at punk hazard and trying to get more help. And Momonosuke got kidnapped at some point by Doflamingo and so did Kanjuro and all this other stuff. But you can roughly um, piece together based on what you have seen, how that would have worked anyway. 
doesn't matter too much because they've said it's only been a few months. Um, but anyways, that's the end of this trunk for now. So next time, I don't know. I, 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 this is kind of an interesting spot not, uh, because I'm just like, oh, yeah, I guess you don't have like an immediate goal set in place. Like they're not saying, okay, after I tell you this, Luffy, you have to go do this or here's the next stage of our plan or whatever because there's actually sort of a plan here that isn't just find Kaido and beat him up like any previous arc might have been. So, yeah, very curious to, to get your predictions at the end of this episode, as always, um, which we'll do after the plugs. Stick around or else. But, yeah, how do you... I, I, I saw you tweet about really liking, like, how distinct Wano feels. Yeah, it feels like a completely different show. In, like, a positive way. Positive. Like, not even, like, to, to put anything else about One Piece derogatory. Because, like... Yeah. Because, like, it, even ignoring, like, the fact that they amped up the animation and stuff, it feels different. Because I, I know they, they, like, slowly ramp stuff up, but I feel like helping a, like, helping a little girl after she feeds you, feeds Luffy, feels, like, a little bit smaller. Because, like, when they got the whole cake, they had, like, shit that they were there to do already. When they got to dress Rosa, they had, like, shit they had to do already. Like, Punk Hazard, they didn't really have shit to do, but it was pretty quick, like, oh, fuck, the place is on fire, and there's giant fucking dragons, and there's all this crazy shit immediately going on. Then here, yeah. it's like, Hawkins is here, but that's kind of like, you run into a bad guy in the in the desert like that could just be any old bandit who's strong and like it, it feels like the start of something completely new even though i know it's not yeah i mean it has a it has a pretty big scale yeah it it it, it feels like that's a good way to put like they, they are giving it the scale it needs to not just be like okay he's landed here and they're on edge because they know luffy's coming and he's got to fight through generals or like he's got to go save his friend it's like it, we don't even know like what what the what the final plan is. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's uh half his friends don't even know he's here yet. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Who knows really even how far they are away from him right now. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, no, I think Wano is really really good at a lot of I mean those things. I think it immediately does sort of set its scale up really well, which I think is so shocking too after you know Dress Rosa and Whole Cake being just kind of fine at those things. Dress Rosa, I would say, is bad at those things, actually. But Hulk Cake, I think, is better, but also not trying to do as much. And also is very specific about its goals. You know, they yeah. show up and they're like, we need to find Sanji and we might as well get to Poneglyph while we're here. And they do those things. <laughs> and and we, there's like... Then we gotta get out. <laughs> yeah. And there's some cool subversions. I do like the 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 back end of Hulk Cake a bit. And I do think it, you know, I won't get into too much, but does really benefit, like, the next time we do have to deal with Big Mom, like, we already have all of her shit basically in our brain, you yeah. know? <laughs> Opening stuff with Tama does help it feel very personal, too. It's not just, yeah, we know Kaido's a bad guy. We yeah. show up and, and we do that. Like, Dress Rosa has a little bit of that with Kiros and Rebecca. But even then, they're still attached to, like, royalty and stuff. Like, Yeah, Tama's just a random kid. Yeah, she's just a kid who, like, e even though she has, like, an attachment to Ace, it's still like an it's not like it's a pretty inconsequential attachment to him. Mm -hmm. It's not like Ace came and like killed a bunch of bad guys who were horribly destroying like their town and and completely remade Wano. That she's 
they just like hung out and bonded for a while. Yeah, like, it was just like it, it's it's literally it could be anybody. It happens yeah. to be Ace. You know, I think it's maybe a little bit more compelling for Ace, and you do get the you get you do get to see Luffy have matured and processed that loss better. Yeah, that's the real benefit of it being Ace. But it really is just someone was really nice to me once, and it's made a significant impact in my life. And now the second time that's happening, I find that these two guys are a lot alike. Like it, we see this shit with people being like, man, Luffy sure reminds me of Roger all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter that it's Ace. It Ace makes more sense because she's like nine or whatever. Yeah, no, I I think Wano's really good. It's nice to rewatch some of this act one of uh of Wano stuff. Weirdly moves quicker than I remember it too. I remember I'm like I'm kinda like, oh yeah, we're already at this point, even though I, I, I make the schedule and I just completely fucking forget about it as soon as I'm done. Because I'm just like <laughs> I don't know where any of these episodes end until I'm watching them, but I definitely check when I'm making the schedule. Um, but yeah, so next time I'm sure it'll be super normal. We'll figure out what's going to happen next. I'll ask you your uh, predictions, which are always correct, of what that will be after our plugs. But first, Jory, where could people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at uh, no, I'm Jory on Twitter. You got pictures of my dog on there. Oh, you got funny jokes. The two things you need for a Twitter you got account. you got whatever I got going on coming up. Not a whole lot because uh, I I um I have school and uh, someone who a, a class I'm taking this semester is uh, an eight week course instead of sixteen week. And what that means is it's just two weeks worth of a class in a week, <laughs> which is sounds uh, hard. I mean, it's just watching movies, but like. There is something kind of fucked up where it's like, okay, you're going to watch two movies every week. One of the movies this week is Interstellar. It's like, oh, I have like a life. <laughs> that movie's no, long. You don't. you don't have a life. You have to watch Interstellar. <laughs> Interstellar is one of those movies that every time I think about it, I'm like, ah, fuck, I should throw that on. That movie rules, but I don't because it's three hours. Yeah. I like it a lot. I think it's very good. But it is long. <laughs> you can see me post uh, excerpts of like insane things that happen uh, in my in my classes, like a guy trying to say uh, the Stanley Parable is an art, which I'm still mad about, and it's been over a month. <laughs> Damn. I mean, video games can't be art, so they're well, the kind Witcher of onto something. <laughs> the Witcher Three is more art than the Stanley Parable. <laughs> that was his thing. What by just virtue of like the amount of hours it took to make comparatively? I, I think it has something I, to do with like the grand scale of it. There is more I mean, the word is content, which is an art. That's the opposite of art is content. <laughs> yeah. It was also I watched a I, I read a little bit about it and I think The Witcher 3 is more art. It's like you haven't even fucking played it and you're making this declarative statement. Come I've just on. heard about it. <laughs> that's very funny at least play at least fucking stump for your favorite game or some shit (laughs) my hot take is that games contain art but i don't know there's something about the the interactivity that i i struggle i'm like i don't know i also just think it's kind of funny to fucking be like no they're not (laughs) the the thing that i've gotten with it is like uh i've gotten to the very immediately i was like well not inherently no they're not like (laughs) yeah because I, I hesitate to call certain, like, games that have it, like, artistic in any way, though they may they may comprise yeah. of... Is Fortnite art? Uh, yes, Fortnite is, absolutely. <laughs> okay, well... Fortnite, you can make the Demogorgon do K-pop dances. If you say that's not art, I don't know what's wrong with you. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it is. Um, 
No, it's it's interesting because like I can't think of any other storytelling medium that I would say. Well, not inherently. <laughs> yeah, maybe there are some examples, but not inherently. Because I don't to, think podcasting's are. <laughs> that's another example, I guess. I said, uh, an audio drama would be, but then we're already not calling it a podcast. <laughs> we're calling it an audio yeah, it's, drama. It's distinct for a reason. It's scripted <laughs> as like, a performance. The 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 point I made with the games is like. Well, the, part of the thing that, like, holds them back is how, how many of them are inherently made as to make money at the forefront, and an expression and artistic value is put at the back burner 99.9% .9 of the time. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's content above all. That's, it's, that, that, it's interesting, because I'm like, the closer I get, like, I'm like, an ex trying to think of an example that I do, like, objectively think is art, just, like, gets further and further away from gameplay. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Death Stranding's maybe the best example I can think of, and it's like you just kind of walk around and, the, and like a game, like a a directed film is in front of you. <laughs> the th the other conclusion I've come to is, oh, calling them video games like really holds back a lot of conversation ab about video games because we we're stuck with this term and we're not going to be able to get away from it. But it's kind of like people say, well, Gone Home isn't a game, but just referring to all of it is interactive media is too vague as well <laughs> yeah that's a very wide net i think it's an interesting conversation even if almost everyone engaging in that conversation is annoying like nine yeah. times out of ten yeah a, lo a lot of it in the class i've come to is just oh their dad told them to go through a football instead of playing halo and now they're out to say video games are art so playing uh halo wasn't a waste of their time which mm -hmm. oh, that's fine if it's a waste of your time yeah. <laughs> no, people were, um, I was going to make a joke about Interstellar having a spinoff about Tar, a movie that's out in theaters right now, because there's a robot named Tars and Interstellar. It's a joke that would have been for like maybe 2% of our audience. Um, and I am the, that 2%. But anyways, uh, people were getting mad about the ending of Tar as more or less having a punchline looking down on video games. And I'm like, I think they should. I think it's the weaker storytelling medium. <laughs> yeah. Also, it has much more to do about the character's perception than anything else. But also, I just, I'm like, yeah, no, I think we should be making fun of video games all the time. <laughs> yeah. Why aren't we? <laughs> Anyways, this has been a fun diversion um, that is not about where to find you on the internet. <laughs> yeah. but. Uh, if you want to find me elsewhere, there's also, uh, check my letterbox and backlogged. Backlogged is letterbox for video games. Um, I'm no, I'm Jory on both those sites. Uh, I don't. I don't play finish as many video games as I do uh, finish watching as many movies as I do. Weird how that works. Uh, yeah, another reason I'm I would say the better storytelling medium is movie. <laughs> you can see me go in between watching uh, bad movies on Fridays like Fred Two, and then three days later logging John an, Cena an A twenty four movie. Mm -hmm. That one was for class though. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. Farewell is a good movie. It was. That's uh, another thing you can find on my Twitter is me uh, complaining about people who um, are like, I think everything's good because I don't analyze it. And then today in my class on my discussion post about the farewell, the first like paragraph from a guy who replied is like, I was really confused reading your post because I did. I thought the movie was about something else. And then as I was reading more, I was like, oh, it is about more than just saying goodbye to grandma and you're sad. No, yeah, it's a great screenplay. Uh, but I yeah, know it isn't it, like I, I there is an extent to which I have respect for people who are like, yeah, my favorite movie is the one that I watched most recently. And then the next one I watch will become my next favorite movie. Like, like 
I would love to have that much excitement about the world, but I don't. <laughs> and there comes a certain point where I'm like, well, if every movie you think is perfect, maybe you're just not discerning <laughs> yeah. craft at any level. And I get way more out of discerning craft. Yeah. Um, that being said, Rob Zombie's The Monsters, great movie. <laughs> but where can we find you online? Uh, I have a Twitter, twitter.com slash ghost of Joe. I don't really use it, although I think I can officially say that I'm making something new again. I won't say more than that because I have no fucking clue whenever anyone will be able to see it <laughs> or know what it is. But like, I'm excited about it. And that's it. Uh, otherwise, I have been trying to write a little more often when I log stuff on Letterboxd, which is also Ghost of Joe. Watched uh, the Rob Zombie Halloweens and um, that small subsection of people who say they're good or right. <laughs> <laughs> Zombies Halloween 2 is really fucking good. Like I'm like, oh, there is a second there is a second good Michael Myers movie. That's nice to know. <laughs> I say I specifically say Michael Myers because I think Halloween three season of the witch is good, um, which does not have Michael Myers in it. <laughs> but yeah, that's really it. You know, I, I, I do have a Twitter if you want to follow me there and then letterbox them actually active on. But um, other than that, you should follow the Twitter for the show. Twitter.com slash we are watching OP where we'll tweet. I'll tweet screenshots when I'm watching all the stuff for the episode or we'll do occasional other jokes um or retweets of art or shit posts or whatever um congrats to rim who won our giveaway for the one piece card game deck i saw them they posted in the discord that they got it <laughs> um so uh that's exciting looking forward to maybe playing some i keep saying this every time that i'm like we should play games in the discord when more people have decks but uh, that's still true more people gotta get decks <laughs> yeah no i'm trying to track down where to get a booster box from uh because i don't really want to pay twice msrp but uh i it's, i'm like, to, like waiting sto- if you go to stores and stuff for on release they'll usually let you unless you want to get japanese cards then i don't know I don't. Um, <laughs> no, I, there are some places online selling booster boxes for like twice the cost. And then I am like sort of keeping tabs on my local stores, but they're being kind of, um, I don't want to say stingy, but like limited with what, like they're not taking pre-orders just out the gate. They're like, oh, you might have like a limited tournament and then take pre-orders at that event to like really um, like, I think they're just trying to be really protective against scalpers or shit or like people just buying it to not play the game to, to grade like, cards because <laughs> that's yeah. all the fucking subreddit is mm-hmm. i'm like yeah okay but i just also want to know when i can buy this because i want to play the game <laughs> yeah um so i gotta I don't know, keep tabs on that but anyways if you didn't see it on our patreon we did do a video where we played some matches with these starter decks we showed off all four a little bit so if you want to see some people play the game check that out i know some people were excited about seeing that come up on the Patreon because I didn't even know that much about the game yet. But yeah, our Patreon is patreon.com slash we are watching OP. Um, another thing that you can get for backing us is that I will say your name right now. Thank you to our patrons for the month of November. As of the time I'm recording this, names as follows. Adam B., Anton, Ashok, Becca, Benjamin, Brittany, Cappy, Captain Moke or Moki. Never been sure. Chad, Clueless Wanderer, Connor, Damien, David, Deus, Equus, Eric V, Fooney, Gage, Heidi, Jay Harkins, James, Jamie, Ziz, Joe, Cat D, Cat F, Ken, Kyle, Lucas, Luke, Maddie, Mallory, Martha, McFoley299, Morgan, my buddy, Nick, Paulina, Peter, Phoenix Ryu, Rashawn, Rim, Riley, Rodsters, 
Ryan, Savannah, Snowy Scales, Stephen R, Stephen K, Stephen P. We got three fucking Stevens up in here. The real jewelry, not verified on Twitter, but parody and free speech are allowed though, so it's fine. Tony, Trey, Van, Veda Key, and Verdigree. Thank you all so much for supporting us on Patreon this month. Cider filler setup for Stampede. We'll be covering. Hope you liked the film red episode as well which was recorded recorded after this released before it um but hope you liked all the crossover stuff we do on the paramecia as well um but yeah thanks back to the rest of the episode ending yeah so retroactively if you give us money i these episodes immediately change and your name appears in it that's not true that's, <laughs> you, you can it. you control reality <laughs> mm-hmm. um no but it'll be in the you know i read it usually or get jory to read it like the day like as soon as i'm done editing so like right before it goes up for reference if you ever feel like you thought you should have been heard in something but um we're gonna be on paramecia fan cast if you liked our two long ass episodes where they were here we're gonna go over there who we're knows gonna, how long we'll be there we're gonna invade their territory yeah it, they have a break week on the manga so i have no idea what we're gonna talk about but i'm sure we're gonna have a fun time um, so definitely go check that out if you're not already listening to Paramecia. I know I saw some people on our Discord say they started listening after <laughs> our episodes. That's great. Nice. Very happy. That's why we did it. <laughs> you know, share the share the conversation, especially um, for people who are caught up with the manga, which I know a lot of our, our listeners actually are. It's an exciting time to be a fan of One Piece. Re- they really did nail, like, a, a lot of shit going on this year. But yeah, I think that's it to plug. We got the, the Twitter, the Oh, I guess I didn't say the Discord specifically, but there's a link in our uh, Twitter bio and also in our show notes. I think Patreon might also automatically add you if your accounts are linked because you can get into a special yeah. channel. Um, I don't know. The Patreon bot's fucking shit, so who knows? But <laughs> I don't even actually know if it's in our server or if it's... Because it's also, like, af- offline half the time. But. It's, I, I, I know it works. I wonder if it just appears offline, but... Yeah, because I don't think we have it set to do anything active, because I don't know, can you make it so it, like, posts to a ch- I should check that out if you can make it post to a I don't channel know. when there's a new Patreon post. There's a, I know, you can also get a bot that reads RSS feeds and does it that way, too, but mm. anyways, I, I see now that you gave it the Vegapunk roll, because it's a bot, that's very funny. <laughs> it's always funny finding roles that you didn't know were in Discord. But I think that's it. I think that's all we have to plug. So, Jory, what's happening next time on One Piece? What are we going to be discussing next time on One Piece? Well, now that, that, now that we know that time travel's a thing, uh, it's never going to come back up again. Uh, <laughs> well, if you just you go, and the crew, they're just like, huh, that's weird. Anyways, we got, we got to take down, we got to take down Kaido. And they're going to, they're going to devise a plan. Brooke is gonna sneak into uh Kaido's palace so he can get the um he can get the poneglyph. Uh while Luffy and and Nami are gonna sneak into the castle because they need to save Sanji, because Sanji's being forced to get married to one of Kaido's daughters. Wait a minute. And- <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and yep, that's right. Uh, there's another time travel flute fruit that turns that puts them in also a flute <laughs> that puts them in fucking a, link between ages or whatever <laughs> that puts them in a time loop where they have to repeat arcs but uh with the current cast of characters that are relevant so they gotta mm. redo whole cake but it's kaido's crew the pirate and- <laughs> warriors too fruit and then they're gonna have to redo fishman island but with uh blackbeard's crew <laughs> And then they're going to have to redo Marineford, but... This time, Sabo dies. (laughs) But Sabo's captured by Shanks. It's really weird. (laughs) And then they got to find a way to break the loop so they can uh, take down Kaido. Damn. It's a pretty (laughs) fucked up power. Look, anything's on the table now. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, that's all true. That's all going to happen next time. And we are going to see that play out and discuss it. It's going to be like the Endless Eight in uh, Haruhi, but... (laughs) (laughs) Um, exactly like that (laughs) Um, but yeah that'll be our episode discussing all of that in two weeks or earlier if you're on our Patreon Um, but until to be to be or not to be continued